Hello, I'm Matt. And I'm Ashley. And this is Mashley at the Movies, where we normally talk about new films, but we have some little segments of the show where we talk about older movies, and this is one of them. This is our retro series. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a 1980s film, uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. Yeah, so this came out in 1987. Um, it's directed by Howard Deutsch, and it was written by John Hughes. And it stars um, Eric Stoltz as Keith. He's kind of a, a sensitive teenager. He's in high school. He has a kind of an infatuation with uh, uh, another girl, uh, the girl at school played by Leah Thompson. She's a popular girl, um, a bit out of his league, but he's decided to make it his mission to kind of get to know her better and maybe go on a date. Um, he has a best friend, however, Watts, played by Mary Stuart Masterson. She's a bit of a tomboy. They've been friends for a long time, but just friends. But it's pretty obvious, to us anyway, <laughs> that she has feelings for him that go beyond friendship. So we have kind of a little love triangle that's developed here. Um, that's kind of the setup for this movie. Uh, Matt, what did you think of it? So yeah, it, it only took 36 years, but <laughs> I, I finally saw this film. I don't know if it's an 80s classic. I mean, I think some folks will probably put it in that category. I mean, it's a John Hughes film, at least written, as you said, by him. So, you know, he sort of stands tall in, in, you know, 80s cinema. Uh, and it's certainly the title is something I've been very familiar with over the years. Uh, yeah, it just took me a long time to get around to seeing it. And, uh, I liked it. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't dislike it, yeah. but, uh, you know, it did not, it also didn't knock my socks off or anything. Um, I, I I do think what I will say the the thing I like about it most is I think um, except for maybe Leah Thompson's boyfriend character um, who was played by Craig Sheffer um, he's just a jerk all around pretty much but aside from him a lot of these characters are pretty well drawn they're they're not necessarily just caricatures or stereotypes uh, and that includes Eric Stoltz um, you know Mary Stuart Masterson Leah Thompson. Um, his, Eric Stoltz's dad is played by John Ashton. Uh, there's uh, the daughter. I forget. Uh, uh, not the daughter. The, the sister of Eric Stoltz. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget who plays her. But, you know, she kind of has a, multiple layers, right? You know, mm -hmm. she, she, they, her and Eric Stoltz start off one way in the film. And then, you know, they they get closer as it goes through. Uh, they bond. Um, Elias Codius, who... Um, I think has been a, one of the stars of Chicago PD and many other things. He's in this very young as a high, <clears throat> high school student. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, John Ashton, the dad uh, of Eric. So they're, they're all good. They all turn in good performances and, and they're for the most part, um, they're not one dimensional characters. And I think that is the movie's strongest point. And a lot of people have remarked over the years that John Hughes kind of knew how to write young people. Well, uh, and so they're not just, you know, cardboard cutouts, they actually seem like real people. And of course you gotta have good actors to bring them to life, but I don't think that's a that's a problem here. So yeah, um it 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 works well for me. Yeah, it worked pretty well for me too. Um this movie completely passed me by. I don't really remember even hearing about it. <laughs> and I don't know, I was alive and aware during the eighties, but I just didn't remember this one. Um, so it was a nice surprise to come across another a John Hughes written film that I hadn't seen. Um, and I, I, you're right, he does really have a knack for 
writing about young people, teenagers in the 80s, and, um, and, and making them likable and relatable. Um, and so I think that's why they were so popular with teens at the time and why, while they, and it's why they are, these movies are still kind of popular with, you know, those of us who were teens at the time and have grown up. Um, so I think, yeah, these, these movies, these John Hughes movies are very nostalgic for a lot of people today, I think. Um, but you're right. It, it's more than just the writing. It's, um, the acting as well. I think the three, three leads are all really good. Eric Stoltz, uh, I don't remember seeing many movies that he's in, but I thought he was really good in this. Um, he, he comes across as very, uh, sweet, kind of a regular guy. Um, I, you know, I like that he was, he was kind of a sensitive character. He was a painter and, um, so well, his dad, so, you know, we should mention his, he comes from a working class family. His mm-hmm. dad, I think is an auto mechanic and Eric Stoltz does do some work there at his dad's shop, but his dad wants him to become more. He wants, he wants Eric Stoltz to be the first person in the family to go to college yes. and they've saved up money for it, for tuition and Eric Stoltz, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to do school, man. He doesn't want to go to college. <laughs> he, he wants to, he wants to, I guess, dabble in art, be a painter, whatever, be creative. Right. So, yeah. Well, again, I think that's a situation that a lot of a lot of young people could relate to. Um, and then I, I was really impressed, though, with Mary Stuart Masterson, who's an actress I, I always liked. Um, but I thought she was exceptional here because she has to she has to portray without words how she's feeling, and she does that very well because she I don't think she ever really comes out. She doesn't really tell anybody how she feels about Eric Stoltz, but it's obvious how she feels about Eric Stoltz. <laughs> so I thought she was really good. Um, and, and actually, that's kind of one of my problems with the movie is that it was so obvious to us how she felt. I couldn't figure out why it wasn't so obvious to him how she felt. That was a, that was kind of a, a frustration for me. Because, um, I don't know, the kind of arc of this movie seemed inevitable, and we were just kind of waiting for everything to play out. Um, but it just it didn't seem to be obvious to the people involved. Yeah, so I should probably talk about how we landed upon watching this movie because we 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 watched it I don't know a couple of weeks ago and uh, sort of on a on a whim. But that's because we had just gotten done watching um, a 2009 film called He's Just Not That Into You, which we watched because um, I had this pseudo crush on Justin Long and I'm slowly making my way through his filmography. And I was like, Hey, that movie I, I learned, um, but not only did it have Justin Long in it, um, but it was partially filmed in Baltimore and you and I have just gotten back from Baltimore. I've long wanted to go there. I really had a nice time there. So I'm like, Hey, I mean, I mean, and, and in fact, one of the scenes in, he's just not that into you was filmed at the waterfront bar which was called something else in the movie, but you know, you and I actually hung out in the waterfront bar mm-hmm. a night that we were in Baltimore. So yeah. Um, in that movie, there are two characters who um, kind of, well, one of them likes the other one, but the the other one doesn't know it. And he, or he doesn't think he likes her. And then, Oh, lo and behold, he find out he does, you mm-hmm. know, and to even drive that, point home the theme of that home one of the characters is watching some kind of wonderful and um 
I kind of, anyway, after we got done watching He's Just Not That Into You, I was reading some people talking about it online and they said, you know, some kind of wonderful, uh, did this thing a lot better. So I was intrigued. I'm like, okay, well, well, let's watch that. A little later, we'll get to whether or not this does it better. <laughs> but, um, so that's how we ended up, uh, watching this. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it kind of prompted us to finally do it. It's one of those, 80s cinema blind spots i think you know that i feel like i probably should have should have watched now it's funny though so i will say so in the 80s I, so i didn't i became a teenager uh in the 80s the late 80s but at the time this movie came out i wasn't and um i knew it was about teenagers and i'm actually kind of shocked i didn't watch it because at that time in my life i had this you know i just idolized teenagers mm-hmm. um you know, I remember one time I, I was in fifth grade and a friend of mine invited me over for a sleepover. So we went to his house and he had a brother in high school. I don't know what year, but he had like the Letterman jacket. And I remember he popped in during part of the evening to like get something out of the fridge and eat and, you know, asked us what we were doing and we were watching TV. Anyway, <laughs> I just remember just thinking like, wow, he is so cool. Look at this, like, look at this <laughs> high schooler. Like, I can't wait till I'm in high school. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, so yeah, it was just that kind of a thing. And then I got to high school and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's to say I loved, you know, I looked up to teenagers when I was younger. And I, if I had watched this movie when I was younger, I probably would have totally been on Eric Stoltz's character side and been like, you know, yeah, man, dad, you can't tell me what to do. You know, I'm going to do my own thing, man. I'm going to college. <laughs> and now watching it as a 40 something year old man. And there's like, there's a really good scene actually between Eric Stoltz and, and John Ashton who plays his dad. And, and it's like, you know, it, and it, it's interesting. It's well acted, but the dialogue had me kind of raising an eyebrow because Eric Stoltz, says, hey, look, man, I don't want to go to college. I'm telling you this whole movie. And, <laughs> you know, this money that, Dad, you gave me for, like, college, I spent it. And don't worry. You got to trust me, Dad. Trust me. You know, I've spent this money on something. It's, it's, and, 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 it's, and you'll understand. You'll understand, okay? And the dad, you know, has this moment where he's like, all right, son. Okay. All right. You know, and I'm thinking like, all right, well, shoot, you know, you know, I, 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 as as a movie watcher now, I'm like, okay, well, I know John Hughes is going to stick this landing. He's he, he's you know, we're, we're going to see Eric Stoltz is, is right, but let me tell you something. When this movie is over, <laughs> I look back and I'm like, yeah, that dad was right. Yeah, and I don't know if I I, I think you know, twelve year old me back in the day, if I would have watched this and still by the end thought that Eric Stoltz did the right thing. Mm. 40-something-year-old me was uh, on dad's side. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm not even sure if young boy me would have agreed with, with Eric Stoltz's <laughs> actions here. I, I, I feel like this plan that he devises to kind of win Leah Thompson and for which he spends all of this money that's been saved for college was a little over-the-top and corny and, and well fruitless ultimately because he didn't even end up with her spoiler (laughs) but um yeah that whole part of the movie actually kind of the end of this movie doesn't really work for me because you know the inevitable the inevitable happens and you know he realizes that mary stuart masterson's character feels all this 
for him and then and he feels it for her. That all happens in like the last literally the last couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And and right before that, um he and Leah Thompson kind of go their separate ways. The his plan is a failure. Well, not a failure, but it's it's it doesn't go as 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 they had hoped. And so I don't know, it just kind of seems to undercut so much of the movie, the fact that I don't know, it just all switches and turns in a very unconvincing way at the very end. Indeed. Yeah. So let's get to that. So, you know, there's okay. Now now here's my here are my issues with this movie. So I talked about how um how well done these characters were. And, and I, I, I agree with that uh, statement of my, I made, but I also have to add an asterisk and say, <laughs> they still make some dumb decisions or Eric Stoltz basically makes some dumb decisions. And again, that, so he, he blows his college money on this, like you said, on this night of taking Leah Thompson around town and he gets his friends to, um, kind of strong arm like private businesses and like <laughs> staying open just just for him and her to like show up and and so yeah the last i don't know 20 30 minutes of this movie is him and leah thompson on this big magnificent date right and um he 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 drives her or he, actually they're driven around by mary stewart masterson by his tomboy friend <laughs> she dresses as a chauffeur he i don't know if it's he bought or he rented this like an old school like but nice looking car which mary stewart masterson drives she sits in the front while eric stoltz and leah thompson are in the back and i read roger ebert's review for this after we watched it he 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 likes the character mary stewart masterson plays but he's like that was a little masochistic of, of her to like just do all that um but she loves eric stoltz so she's willing to you know and that's kind of the heartbreaking part of it mm-hmm. um so yeah and, and here's the thing and and Maybe something I don't quite get or whatever, but it's also important to bring up that his sister, Eric Stoltz's sister, has overheard uh, the Craig Sheffer character, who is Leah, Stoltz, Leah Thompson's boyfriend in this, uh, that he, you know, because he doesn't treat her well uh, and and she's sort of pseudo broken up from him and he's pissed off about it. So he's planning to humiliate Eric Stoltz at a party. And Eric Stoltz's sister overhears this and warns him. So Eric Stoltz knows this, and he also suspects Leah Thompson is is in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's why the whole night that he's taking her around on this date, which also happens to be the night of the party, and he's making Mary Stuart Masters and drive them around like a chauffeur. I keep, and yet he believes Leah Thompson is in on this, which it turns out she's not. Uh, she's a good person, but I keep thinking like, well, he's going to turn the tables. He's going to be like, Hey, you Lee Thompson, get out. And Hey, Mary Stuart Masterson, this has all been for you. I love you and whatever, <laughs> but it, no, it's not that like he is still into Leah Thompson. He's, he's like bought like uh, earrings for her mm-hmm. and it sincerely like gives them to her and everything. And, um, yeah. Do you understand what's going on there? Not really. <laughs> no, because to be honest, I I really I liked the Leah Thompson character a lot. Mm-hmm. In fact, I and I was so frustrated by Mary Stuart Masterson's character. I felt like um, 
I was almost rooting for him to be with Leah Thompson. And and the fact that he had, you know, spent all of his college money on this date, I, I really wanted it to work out for him so that, you know, th- they would at least be together. Um, but then really just at the last minute, I mean, it's kind of, she kind of makes the decision like, no, Leah Thompson, Leah Thompson kind of makes the decision. It's like, no, I'm not ready for this. And, and he's like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. didn't, he didn't seem phased by it at all. No. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe slightly, but. I don't know. We really didn't have time no. to gauge it. Because <laughs> they both, they're both at the party when this all goes down. And then they walk outside, and it's dark now and stuff. And there's Mary Stuart Masterson waiting at the curb with the car for mm-hmm. them. And uh, he just, like, stares at her. Like, so literally, Leah Thompson has been like, yeah, no, we're not going to be an item. She says it nicely, but, you know. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And they step outside, and he stares at Mary Stuart Masterson. And then it's like he's seen her for the first time. Mm-hmm. And... And, and Leah Thompson knows. I mean, her character knows what's going on. And and so he walks over. To, and Mary Stuart Masterson is, like, I think fed up by that point as he, like, starts walking away. And he he catches up to her. And, like, they kiss. And he gives her these earrings. These earrings <laughs> which she had just given Leah Thompson earlier in the movie, like, just earlier that night. And, of course... Mary Stuart Masterson's character, she just folds up like a dollar bill and is like, oh, oh, I knew these were, you know, you, you, these are mine. And he's like, oh, yeah, you, you knew when I got these, they'd be yours. And I'm like, what twisted stuff is this? <laughs> and they just, they, they kiss and they walk off down the street together. Uh, and I'm like, and, and literally, like, literally, like you said, in the last two minutes of the movie. And I'm just like, I, it made me actually kind of not like Eric Stoltz's character, mm-hmm. you know? And I think you and I, once the movie was over, you and I were talking about it and we were both agreed. Like if we were Mary Stuart Masterson, we wouldn't like, no dog, <laughs> no. Like you, you just, you just took, I, I drove you around while you took another woman on a date all around town. Yes. And now all of a sudden you want to like, you know, whatever. So yeah, you're, you're giving me these earrings that you just gave <laughs> to some girl. These little, Hand me down earrings. <laughs> yeah, and it all happens so fast. You, you get a kind of a feeling of whiplash. It's just, yeah, it it, just, it doesn't work, and it's not believable, and it's very unsatisfying. And you know, adding to the Eric Stoltz's character is a is is a dummy um, <laughs> thing. So before like before the big date night, I think it's sort maybe the back half of the film or something. He and Mary Stuart Masterson, who they've been friends, I think, for years, right? Yeah. Um, and, the, and and so she, I forget the exact dialogue, but basically, I think she's kind of talks to him, like, or, or they both decide, like, he needs to, uh, th- he should practice kissing, mm. you know, because he's he's pining about you know this romantic night with Leah Thompson, but she's not around at the moment. That night hasn't come, so he and Mary Stuart Masterson kiss you know to prepare mm-hmm. and he still doesn't i don't think he still doesn't get it no. you know and I'm, I'm just like what is what is wrong with this yes. she she very cleverly devised this scene between them where he can practice his kissing yes. on her but yeah he's so stupid he didn't even realize what she was really doing there <laughs> 
So it, yeah. there's there's so much to like in this movie, but mm-hmm. then there's so much just to kind of roll your eyes at too. It's any other thoughts? No, I think I've said my piece on this. What would you give it out of ten? Uh, seven out of ten. Interesting. I give it a six point two. So our score is a six point six, and that is some kind of wonderful. And uh, you you are some kind of audience. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you. So true.